Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created this show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love. Love from the hip. El Dia de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead, is a Mexican holiday where families welcome back the souls of their deceased ancestors for a brief reunion filled with drink, food, colorful dress, dance, and celebration. Its roots go back around 3,000 years to the ancient rituals and practices which honored the dead in pre-Columbian Mesoamerica. The early Aztecs, Toltec, and Nahua people viewed death as an integral part of life. Unlike the Spaniards, who believed death was the end of life, they viewed it as a continuation. It was believed that upon dying, a person traveled to Chacuna Mictlan, or the land of the dead. It was only after successfully getting through nine challenging levels, a journey of several years, could a person's soul finally reach Mictlan, or the underworld, the final resting place. The living would leave food, water, and other tools to aid their deceased ancestors in this difficult journey. These traditions have become El Dia de los Muertos, and festivities are held October 31st through November 2nd. At midnight on November 1st, it is believed that the spirits of the children come down first for 24 hours and are reunited with their families. Then at midnight on November 2nd, it is the souls of the adults who come. It wasn't until the 1980s when El Dia de los Muertos became celebrated in the larger cities of Mexico. Although historically it was known to be a more intimate event, the James Bond film Spectre inspired Mexico City to hold its largest Day of the Dead parade in 2016, complete with floats and giant skeletons marionettes. The most prominent symbols of El Dia de los Muertos are las calacas and las calaveras, or the skeletons and the skulls, which are said to stem from La Calavera Catrina, a drawing by cartoonist José Guadalupe Posada done around 1910. This drawing of a female skeleton with makeup dressed in fancy clothes was purely meant to be a political statement about Mexicans adopting European fashions over their own heritage and traditions. Ironically, La Calavera Catrina has been adopted into Mexican tradition and is considered one of the most recognizable Dia de los Muertos icons today. Skulls were also kept as trophies and used to symbolize death and rebirth and honor the dead by early Mesoamerican civilizations, even the Aztec god of death, Mictlan Tucutli, was portrayed having a skull face. Las calaveras de azúcar, or sugar skulls, are among many of the key decor items covering altars and tombstones. These sugar skulls later influenced sugar skull makeup, which gained a lot of popularity with Westerners for Halloween. It is meant to be more than just a costume, however. It is instead a display of honor for the dead. Even the specific colors used on one's face each have different meanings. For example, red is for love, while black and white is for mortality and spirits. This face paint is the celebration of life and death. Aside from calaveras and calacas, there are many other rituals to aid in honoring the dead, and most are done at the ofrenda, or altar. Candles are lit to welcome back spirits and guide them to their altars, Their flames represent hope and faith. Sempasunchil, or marigolds, which symbolize death, are also used to help guide spirits back with their intense color and fragrance. Every ofrenda is said to include the four elements of water, wind, earth, and fire. Papel picado, or perforated paper, is used to represent the element of air on the altar. Incense is burned to help purify the souls and elevate the prayers of families and friends to God. Salt is placed on the altar to protect the body from breaking down as it travels between the world of the dead and the living, and pictures of the deceased are placed atop the altar. Similar to Halloween, the veil between the living and the dead is said to be very thin. Unlike Halloween, however, 
El Dia de los Muertos is not meant to be dark or spooky, but rather a fun celebration. Graves are tidied up, relatives gather at tombstones to share memories and drink, dance is taken to the streets with space for deceased loved ones to join in, and sorrow, which is seen as disrespectful to the dead, is exchanged for joy. Communication with dead loved ones is encouraged, and doors are left open so that they can find their way home. The true beauty of El Dia de los Muertos is that the dead are eternal members of a community, and the memories of those who have passed are continuously revived in the hearts of those who are living. It brings comfort to the living about death and fuels the existence of those who have stepped into higher consciousness. Another to hold on to the tradition of the indigenous culture for many years are the curanderos, or the Mexican healers. Although the Spanish tried to stamp them out, it is one of Mexico's most authentic and long-standing practices. They have long been considered the doctor, the psychiatrist, as well as the healer for their community, and are said to dabble between the realms of the living and the dead in order to heal the sick. Today on Love from the Hip, estoy muy feliz to have Joselito Flores del Castillo on my show. Joselito is a curandero, life coach, and author. He will share his own personal story of becoming a curandero, the wisdoms he has gained from his ancestors, and how we too can connect with ours. Plus, later on the show, Joselito will pull a tarot card for you. So no vayas a ningún lado. Don't go anywhere. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Joselito Flores del Castillo on my show. Hola, hola, amorcito, <laughs> mamas. Thank you so much for having me. De it's nada, so exciting estar aquí contigo, being here. This is beautiful. Thank you. De nada. So how would you define what a curandero is? Well, mira, to be honest with you, it's all of it. 
Okay, some people say it's a shaman, it's a healer, it's spiritual, it's it's all of the medicines coming together. Mm-hmm. But I love to think of it as as the earth, as mother, as 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 mother earth, as a healer, as a sh- as all of those things that mm-hmm. come together, right? Because back in the old days, we'd have one person that would take care of. Us in the ranchitos, right? Yeah. And these people knew how to console people with love, with medicines, with herbs, with the banishing of evil spirits, whatever it was. <laughs> so I love to, when they ask me that question, what is a curandero? I say all of the above. Yeah. It's a spiritual healer and connector with the community, a very important healer in the community. Important part, yeah. Yes. So how did you know that you were one? Um, cuando estaba yo chiquillo, um, when I was a little kid, there was this, I, I would fall into these pockets of stillness, mm. pockets of lifting and high vibration. At two years old, at three, yeah. at four, okay? And I remember my grandfather and my grandmother putting me on a blanket and leading me outside. And there was a dog, but there were these rocks around me. But I remember just feeling as if I was being lifted on that Texas dirt. (laughs) And those were the pockets that I knew that there was something beautiful about what I was made out of and what we all have the potential to be made out of. I just didn't know what exactly that was. Mm -hmm. And that's when I felt special, lovely, and very pretty. (laughs) Very pretty. And so then when did you finally know that you were a curandero? Well... It took a lot, okay, because you think about how you're raised and all of that washes away. All the beauty, all the love washes away. You're conditioned, right? Mm -hmm. So I would have to say that in 1987, cuando se falleció, when my grandfather passed away, I was not able to make the funeral. And he was the curandero, Mm -hmm. okay? He was a very well-known curandero in the Lubbock, Texas area and surrounding areas. And when he passed away, he came to see me. Hmm. Okay, now when he came to see me, I freaked out, like, quickly. Dije, what? Oh, oh, oh I'm not ready for this. Oh, no. <laughs> was that the first spirit you were That's, seeing as that well? Was, yes, yeah. and so that's the first thing that I felt, and I remember ru- freaking out because I remembered back then that he did do curismo. He did do the egg washes and all of that and burned all the resins and prayed and did all of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what does he want with me? Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Even though I had grown up with him and then we were torn apart. But like I said, those middle years were ripped from me. Right? So he came to see me and I went, oh my gosh, now I understand why he came to see me. And then I was still ignoring all of that. (laughs) So when did I know? When my grandmother passed away, okay, in 90, she came, but she made everything beautiful Hmm. because I'm a big chicken, okay? (laughs) And I didn't want to see the spirits. You know, quería ver los espíritus. Yeah. Uy, 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 right? But she appeared and she came and gave me a message and she made my room feel like her backyard. Mm. And she did say, hey, your abuelito's been trying to connect with you. You need to open up more to him. Yeah. And then subconsciously, I started lighting the candles in their honor, making them little cafecitos here and there, only for, you know, the holidays or their birthdays or what have you. But then I knew that this healing this healing journey was just calling me. It, was just, it just amplified as the years went on. Well, it's a big responsibility it to take on, right? So, so I, I, I bet immediately you're, you're just like, no. Mira, you know, híjole. Pero lo que me calmaba has always calmed me down. And I just want to thank you for that music, for that intro music that you just played. Sure. Because I'm an Aquarian, honey. Okay, so I get in that air and that I'm transported to that time to Mm -hmm. that abuelito with that cowboy hat, you know, working on the herbs, you know, and doing all of that and just taking me there. 
And now I understand the journey of this curismo, this yeah. curanderismo, as you know, as we call it. But it's beautiful, and it's all of the above. And like it's always in the family line. So is it always just one person, or can there be multiple? I, I think there can be multiples because I talk to um, I talk to my cousins. Oh yeah, we'll do some of that egg wash. You know, they're interested. Yeah, they're interested. But yeah. like, I am so proud to say that I got a beautiful direct message this morning. And it was like, let's go. We got to do this <laughs> because I feel not working from ego at all. I've learned a lot about that. Um, but hey, this Joselito, you are stepping in. You're making it vocal. You're making right. it. You're, you're bringing it. You're bringing it into reality. It's not just a, a few little Mexicanitos. Right. And it's not just the practices. We're going to get into those practices, but it's not just the egg washing. I mean, you really are taking on the responsibility of helping to heal others. And I think that that pressure became so growing up queer and understanding myself first. Okay, right. Which was a challenge, right? You had always been fighting to be yourself, fighting, fighting, fighting. And there's something about when you just get to that point where you're just spiritual, not religious, but spiritual, when you are moved by the mountain, mm-hmm. when you can see the colors of the sky change, cuando puedes sentir an ancestor that loved you so much come and kiss you on the forehead. There's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's well, nothing like that. And they say the more authentic you are, the more that claro. you are in touch with your spiritual gifts, claro. which we all have, Absolutely. as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So what was going on when you finally came out to your family? Tell us about that. Well, we were brought up, I think, uh, actually, I believe we were baptized. We were converted into Mormonism when I was one. Okay, So my mom and my dad have been, or or my family, my immediate family, been in the church for uh, 56 years. Okay, But I came out at 14. You know, I just, I mean, I just was not holding back, honeys. <laughs> we can't hold back on who we are. Like I tell my gente and my people, um, I might have lied when I was young to get some things or to manipulate yeah. things as you do as you're young, but I never, ever lied about who I was to myself. And so how did the church react? You well, it's funny because I was never excommunicated, which I was waiting for that, right? I was waiting for that. But I think that when I decided when I made that connection, well, I'm leaving Texas, and I did a little ceremony as a as a 13-year-old little kid. I went, I am now leaving the gaiety <laughs> here in Lubbock. I'm going to Salt Lake City where there are Mormon-covered wagons, and the streets are paved with gold. Literally, serious, wow. seriously thinking like that. And then I remember getting to Salt Lake City and getting this huge omen, mm-hmm. and that was we parked in front of the Mormon temple. And I always reach over for the radio, for the soundtrack of the life, right? Mm-hmm. Que no, verdad? Because you want to know. Well, honey, you're going to believe this. When I turned the radio dial on, we're parked in front of the Mormon temple, and there is Moroni with, you know, the horn, and Donna Summer's Bad Girls comes on, okay? <laughs> now, <laughs> I knew then, honey, this was like, okay, I'm going to learn a lot here, uh-huh. <laughs> which I did. Well, and it reinforced you fighting for who you are. Oh, my gosh. Right? Absolutely. I mean, Maroni playing the trumpet for Donna Summer. <laughs> bad girl, you sad girl, you such a dirty bet. I mean, come uh-huh. on now. I yeah. just love that story when I think about it. I laugh so much. So was it harder coming out as gay or as a curandero? I don't think... Gay was always a part of just who I was. I knew I was gonna, I was gonna have a, a a male partner when I was five, six, seven. I knew that. I knew that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was destined to do that. I think I reserved that because I was led to believe that my relatives didn't want anything to do with me because of me being gay and queer, mm-hmm. right? And so I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is, this is it," you know. But I found so much, um, what is it? I found so much care within myself to really pull up from, from, from underneath that. Right. And, to, and, and, and just to find that queer comfort zone, right? Yeah. Queer. So when you think about being queer and then curandero and then curismo, oh, my gosh. And I went and I talked to my grandfather. Yeah. 
you got to remember, I make 52 cups of coffee every other we're gonna, day. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so I said to him, well, you know, I because I was thinking queer curismo, queer curandero, what do I, but I knew I wanted to use the queer I mean, we worked so hard, or I want to say I worked really hard to, to get, be there. Yeah. To get this word back yeah. for it to mean something. And he came to me and he said, I don't care what you put in front of that word. Okay? <laughs> you go do it. Uh-huh. Ta-da! Awesome. And here I am. <laughs> now, do you help others who are trying to leave the Mormon church as well? You know, I was really nervous about that because I was going, well... And that was all that took. Yeah. <laughs> that little second of, huh? And then it was like, bring it. You know, and I have had some youth and I've had couples, actual couples that come and go, hey, Joselito, ya no, it's not carrying what it used to anymore, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and like a relationship. I say that part of the work is done. It's time to release it or what have you, you know. Now, have you had more of a relationship with your grandfather since he's past then I'm so here. much more closer to him now <laughs> I mean that happens a lot uh, I'm so much more closer to my abuelito Eliseo mm-hmm. Flores I'm s- every day who's, talk to him whose birthday day. is during the day of the dead I know November 2nd and I didn't really when you were talking about the ofendas and talking about the day of the dead it's so funny to hear it defined as you presented it because in my mind it was always happening mm-hmm. okay the yeah, colors. it's it, just part of the culture. It's just part of the culture, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's beautiful. And then it just became popular with you know recently with, with all of that. But at the same time, how popular are the spirits to Joselito Flores del Castillo? Very popular. <laughs> okay. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you: is your connection with your grandfather and also El Dia de los Muertos? Did that bring you peace and comfort around death and the idea and concept of death? Well, n- yes and no. The no part is more exciting because I was just always doing it. Now, I I grew up around a bunch of weddings and funerals. Mm. So you would go, which tia is going to throw herself at the casket? Oh, (laughs) llévame a mí, you know, Uh se ponía bien dramatic, (laughs) Uh you know. But we were as kids running in and out, you know, waiting for that stack of tortillas, you know. Somebody died. That means good food's coming. That means celebration is coming. The tears are going to be there. Right. Pero por eso yo le digo a la gente, that's why I tell people, you know, mira, we get sad and stuck where they left off, but they move on, honey. (laughs) Oh, honey, yes. And they're doing their work, you know. It's beautiful. And I imagine, too, in the culture, there's probably a lot more mediums because it's just commonplace to speak with the other side it's just commonplace to speak with the other side because when you're doing the work and what i mean by the work is connecting cuando estoy yo mira my tia florinda took me to a tree okay my tia florinda had the most beautiful way okay (laughs) she had this beautiful way of inviting us so we drive all the way from lubbock into you know her little ranch way way out in ozona texas But when you hit her road, oh, you knew there was going to be some candles. The tendidos, meaning the little areas that she set aside for us to sleep on, you know, little blankets Uh and pillows. But she always had those candles, the red ones, the yellow ones, the virgencita. And you walked in there and you were loved, honey. (laughs) So even now, you know, directing you know, that energy with those ancestors. And the trees speak a lot to me because mm-hmm. a lot of the times they look like my relatives. You know, they look, they are living as well, you know. Right. Yeah. Me encanta todo eso. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the Curanderos working with the other side and across the veil, what are some things that you reach from there? Is it the wisdom? What is it that you're gaining? Solamente claridad, clarity. Because a lot of times we are receiving that clarity. We're just mm-hmm. not silent. Mm-hmm. There's so many signs around us, you know. Yeah. When my grandmother came to see us, mijito, estamos aquí más cerca que lo que piensas. We're here much more closer than you think. Right. You know, those just little beautiful messages of, you know, being it's throughout everything that we do. And not feeling alone. Not right? alone. Never. Because that's huge. Never. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> All right. Wow. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. But Orale. everyone, stay tuned Orale. for the Weekly Skinny. Also, when we return, if you would like an intuitive message from Joselito, then call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about cold urticaria, which is a reaction that happens to the skin within minutes of cold exposure. The name itself translates to cold hives. And while symptoms can include itchy hives or welts and red swollen skin, they can also be more severe and include fainting, low blood pressure, or anaphylactic shock. There are two forms of this chronic reactive skin disorder, essential or acquired, and familial or hereditary. Symptoms of the acquired form tend to be the most obvious right away, within two to five minutes, and can last one to two hours while symptoms of the familial form take 24 to 48 hours to show up and can last as long as 48 hours. The cold exposure is what triggers the release of the antihistamine and other chemicals into the bloodstream, resulting in the body's allergic response. While cold urticaria can be a whole body response, especially from swimming in cold water, it can also be localized, like in the case of holding a cold object in your hand, which can cause swelling, or consuming cold drinks or food, which can also cause the lips to swell. Episodes can last for two hours or more and can worsen as the skin warms up. Even damp, cold, or windy weather can flare symptoms for some people with extreme cold urticaria so you really can be allergic to cold weather. While the cause of cold urticaria still remains a mystery, there are certain risk factors which make someone more prone to it, and these can include being a young adult, having an underlying health condition like cancer or hepatitis, and also genetics. In addition, it is found equally in both men and women. There are preventative measures that can be taken to avoid a cold urticaria episode, which can include an over-the-counter antihistamine, especially before cold exposure, protecting the skin from the cold, dipping your hand in first just to see the skin's reaction, avoiding ice-cold drinks, and keeping an EpiPen close by for more severe cases. The good news is that cold urticaria can resolve itself. Most people tend to have it for a few weeks and or months, although there are some people who can have it for life, in which case moving to a warmer climate might be a good decision. Most doctors recommend doing the ice cube test to help diagnose cold urticaria. Simply by leaving an ice cube on the forearm for just minutes can create a cold urticaria response. Ultimately, however, if you think you might have it, it is best to see a doctor to rule out any underlying health issues. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master <laughs> esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just tuning in, I'm having a fun discussion today with Joselito Flores del Castillo. Ooh. And if you would like an intuitive <laughs> message, feel free to call in 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Joselito, can you take us through a typical session with you? Claro, amorcito, claro. First of all, I love the laurel, the that English laurel. Um, so I have this beautiful blessing. It grows around my house. And what I love to do is I snip those when I go into work and then I bless them. And so what you're going to, what the experience typically is, is that that's how I start my morning, right? Mm -hmm. Con las ramas. I call that las ramitas, right? The branches. And so we take, I take that and I do this energy brush. It's called a barrida with that, okay? Barrida. Una okay. barrida. And so I just brush off that excess energy that doesn't need to be around. Sometimes they're just particles of positive and negativity that are just waiting for a thought to come in and boom, they form right in front right. of you, right? Mm -hmm. So lo que me gusta estar clarito, right? So we'll do that little brush. Ooh, and then usually, and what I love about that now is that I'm directed where in the body to take the ramas, the bushel of the, the, the laurels, and sometimes I'll put it on the head of the client, sometimes on the 
the heart, sometimes on the tummy. It's so fun. And so then <laughs> it's just great because it's spirit directing where it needs to go. So we do that washing, right? Then we align, okay? And then I love that part because it's, it's un alcoholito compuesto. It's a little alcohol with a little winter green. And it's just a little aguita. And we just take that gentle. Not drinking it. Not drinking it. No, 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 no. <laughs> we spray it. And then we smell that. And we just start. Everything just starts to align. Woo! After that, mijita, we take the mother. I, we take my favorite, this polychrome jasper stone. I'm going to tell you why. Híjole. I'm just trying to get myself together here. Because every time I pick up one of those polychrome jaspers, it has the image of La Virgencita de Guadalupe. Mm. Oh, so what I do with that is I, I have the, the client caress that, and we start to connect with Mother Nature. Okay. After that, we remove the things that we don't need to see over the eyes, and then we remove the chatter. Mm. And it becomes silent. And then all of a sudden, you start to feel this lift and this peace. Okay? After that, we sit down for la plática. Y ese, la plática donde sale todo bien bonito. All the of, conversation. The conversation, <laughs> honey, of life. And that I'll decide whether to whether we go tarot. Sometimes I don't even use the tarot cards, mija. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I use different, sometimes we just talk y sale todo. Sometimes los espíritus se vienen. Sometimes the spirits come through mm -hmm. and forget the cards, child in the city. We got to get you up and going. <laughs> Channeling. Right? Then we will do, I'll give the client, so we'll, if it's, for example, if it's the tarot, then we work through everything and then the client starts to feel like the weightlessness of the cards just really sinking in. It's, it has no more meaning like we discussed. Because of that high vibration, then the spirits start coming in mm -hmm. because you've let go, mm -hmm. honeys. <laughs> we're snapping, we're clapping, honey. You've let go of that and you're empowered. And then the messages and then the beautiful ancestors start coming through. And usually, what's really exciting about, there's one ancestor that will come and open a gate or a door, and then they're all ready to say something. And some are just quiet in the back. Right. What's really beautiful to me at that point in time is that, look, what I've experienced is that 90%, if not more of the time, those ancestors come to, to us is to say, hey, we're sorry. Mm. We're sorry. Let's I keep our traditions. Yes, eat the tortillas or do whatever you need to do. But it didn't work for us. Now we're out of our bodies. We can see your beauty, your really beauty, your real beauty. And that's when the client, you know, we start to connect on that higher level. Yeah. So I usually burn copal at that point. Okay, for and the that's answer. the charcoal. The, the I'll use the incenso, mm -hmm. the the uh, the coal. Mm -hmm. And then I'll use the resins. I don't like to use the little sticks. No, 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 mamas. we got to get hardcore <laughs> up in here. Serious. Right? Mm -hmm. So I smoke up that room. Okay? <laughs> I smoke it up. And then after that, I tell the client, we have this beautiful discussion. I give them homework because I believe in that. What are the things you, what is your priority? What, what do you want to do less of? What do you want to do more of? And let's banish all of the things that you, que quieres retirar? Wow. Que, que, what do you want out of your life right now? Let's get let's get it. So because they're vibrating highly, they start to banish these things. I banish insecurity. I banish pain. I banish, you know, traumas or whatever. And then I'm doing a, a, a virgencita prayer over them. Pido misima virgen de Guadalupe muestra tu clemencia amorosa y tu protección. And then those two voices are going on. And then I've got those laurels. And girl, <laughs> we are just working the banishing. Then after that, my darling, everything just gets peaceful. And it is the most beautiful embrace. And we sit down and we just look at each other and go, wow. <laughs> Qué bonito. Amazing. And it is. Yes. I've had a session. Yes. It's amazing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right. Well, we have a caller on the line. Let's go ahead and take Renee from Seattle. Renee, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hi, Renee. <laughs> Hola. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to let Joselito take the floor. How okay. How are you today, darling? Pretty good. Um, do you need to know why I'm calling? 
What's that? Do you need to know why I'm yes, calling? Yes, please. Um, it's a health problem I've had okay. for a while. Okay. So lo que, lo, lo, lo que tiene que pasar aquí es preguntarle a la gente, because what I, I, I just drew a card for you, mija, and it's, the okay. ma, and it's the maceta, okay? Now, the maceta is a planter, okay? All right? Now, it's not deeply grounded and rooted. The, the plants are not in the ground. The roots are not in the ground, okay? Okay. Um, so, you know, lo, lo que está pasando aquí es la experiencia, the experience of really getting the correct answers, okay, within yourself and grounding back into the root, gr grounding back into Mother Nature, because there is a little bit of, of confusion there. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, it's a digestive problem I've had for several years, and it doesn't seem to ever get better. Okay. Solo que las hierbitas también me dicen. So just be aware of the things that are around you and, and your environment, amor. Because, okay. you know, and, 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 and what is your diet like? Really quickly, just give me a um, little. It's pretty healthy. It's, okay. it's like Mediterranean-based. Okay. And, and it's, uh, you know, I don't, very little sugar. Just a little sugar and dark chocolate, but not very much. Okay. So lo que en todo eso, amor, is sometimes we just have to discover and keep understanding that. But like, I'm going again to this feeling of being even more grounded. Are you spiritually grounded? Are yeah, you doing? Yes, I, okay. I work with that every day. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Porque se te va a vender. Porque se te va a vender. It's going to come to you, okay? And then you're going to understand that I, I don't feel that this is a long-term thing. I really don't. Okay. I really, I don't feel that at all. But you you do need to ask questions and you need to be really loud about that. Okay, that sounds good. All right, amor. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank you. Gracias. Andale pues. Bye. All right. So let's talk about some of the necessary tools for a curandero. Mira, amor, cuando yo pienso del curandero, okay, I will translate. When I think about these are some necessities that are needed. You need your velitas. You need your candles. You need your alcoholitos. You need your egg just in case, mamas, just in case. I always bring those eggs, and they're, they're, they're ready to go for that egg wash. Um, the, the ointments, sometimes the preparation, los aceititos, the little oils. Oh, mm -hmm. my goodness. Now, the power of the oil and the, and the power of the olive oil. So there's always a neutral olive oil sitting on the counter at the, you know, excuse me, not the, the altar of my, you know. And it's a different altar, the one that I have at work versus the one that I have at home. Mm. Why is that? Because those things, and I just have a picture of Abuelito and Abuelita, they're going to bless everything for the work. Mm -hmm. I don't have a picture of all of my cousins and my aunts <laughs> and my uncles there. No, right. no, no. It's okay. more personal at home. Right. It's more, more personal. And so this way, everything that, is, that I need is at arm's length. Mm -hmm. And then the, tell us about the, so you, you had mentioned earlier the iron skillet. Oh, el sartén. El sartén. Now, the reason why I've been holding back on the sartén was, number one, I already knew that this was going to happen. But where I'm practicing right now, I would be like the fire department would be there in a minute. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, It is a skillet and we take the the the, um, the coals, right? Like if you're going to do barbecue or what have you, yeah. like we're not talking about the little coals. OK, and it burns all day. And instead of having a cauldron back in those days, we use the Texans use whatever we could. La bandeja. <laughs> Right? And the, the, the skillet. Uh -huh. And so throughout the day, we're feeding it with those herbs throughout the day. It's just like someone taking care of the fire home. Mm. Okay? <laughs> and ooh, when I think about that, like right now, I can see my abuelitos, the red carpet. And I can see that, 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 that beautiful feeling of entering that room. You smell those smells and you become mm. one with the spirit. It just helps to all of that. So the sartén, the skillet, copal, beautiful, um, sometimes just herbs that you have in the, you know, in all the, I always say this to, to my people, you have everything probably that you need in your kitchen cupboard, okay? <laughs> a little olive oil, yeah. <laughs> a little salt. Come on, babies, let's go. We got this. <laughs> And tell us more about the tarot cards that you use. 
Okay, does so come from? this is called, uh, um, I love to use uh, la loteria. We used to call it, well, in Texas, we just called it bingo estejanos, right? La luna, <laughs> la dama. And there's a saying behind each one, and it's really fun and cute and everything. But somewhere along the line, it just became fun. And we started to lose the oracle meaning behind each card. Hmm. So they have wisdom behind them. And that's what I love to use. But I always was drawn to them as a little kid, right? Now, I love those barajas and then the plain cards as well, you know, with your kings and your queens and all of that. But I love my loteria cards and your 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 standard tarot mm-hmm. deck, right? The writer. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on the client too, you right. know? What appeals and to them. What appeals to them. And I know that when Rasa, you know, when my people's come on in there, <laughs> híjole, they're going to want those cartas. The- <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it's really fun. Awesome. Well, with that, we're going to take another quick break, but everyone stick around for more Love from Yay. the Head. Orale. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A. SkinAndMind.com A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. Mm -hmm. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, (laughs) and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just joining us, I'm having a blast today with Joselito Flores del Castillo. So, Joselito, you've mentioned it a few times, but what is it exactly, this egg washing? So, you take un un, un huevo. We call them blanquillos back in Texas, but it's un huevo. And I like to use mine at room temperature, so I'll set them, okay? And then basically you bless the egg, and then it's something, I said, there viene un client, like, oh my gosh, Joselito, like I'm sluggish, or like there's, I just feel icky, there's something inside, I've taken all the the medicine that I need to take, que estoy que el otro, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I'm off, and I go, okay, or sometimes you won't eat, or lo que sea. 
So bring the client in, bless the egg, pray over them. And then that egg works as a conduit. Or como se dice, you know, yeah, it takes... It pulls it out. It pulls it out, darling. <laughs> it's so fierce. Huh. It's so beautiful because now the way that I love to do it is I use the Reiki table, right? Yeah. And so I'll lay the client on that and I'll have my three coals burning on the bottom. So we've got all kinds of love going at you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but what's really beautiful, like in the last two months, is the intention that that what you're pulling out of your body is going and it's directed into that egg. When you break the egg and you're going to cook it, it's just flat, right? There's no water. It's just, it, it goes into the frying pan. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. When you, we usually fill up like an eight, eight ounce glass and I like to leave three fingertip empty from the top to the mm-hmm. bottom. And then I'll rub, I'll pray, and then that egg or the spirit will direct me exactly to that part of the body where you need to go. Interesting. And so I will sit there, and that's where I'll go first. Does the egg ever change color? Or oh my gosh, I've had some, some, I've had some weird, weird um, eggs. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Sometimes uh, it's muddy, and you can see the suppression that we pulled out of people's bodies. Sometimes this stuff is floating. This stuff is floating to the top. Yeah. And trying to escape. But what's really important for the client to know is, babies, it's not in your body anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they freak out when they see it. So that's why sometimes we just wrap it up. We don't break it and, you know, do that whole tradition. We just behind the door. (laughs) We we go, look, we're going to roll it up in this brown paper bag and I want you to dispose of it. Okay? Yeah. You've got to dispose of it, you know. But at the same time, some of them are really curious. And sometimes they go, oh, you know, they feel so much better, so much lighter. But I wasn't really using the egg wash a Mm -hmm. lot, a lot. But recently, I was just, it just. Feeling drawn to it. Yeah, masi, 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 mas. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Well, some of us need all the tools you have. All of it. (laughs) So tell us more about your coffee ritual. Oh, my gosh. Mira, comencé con el café. I started shortly after my grandfather passed away, but I wasn't doing it every day like I am now. I would just do it on holidays, Easter, you know, las cosas así, ¿verdad? But then now what ended up happening was I started to connect. My spiritual world just got deeper, and I just started to connect more, and I missed them. I missed my ancestors and the fun because I was brought up where you go in and out of the house, right? Doors are slamming. Everybody's taking you before you know it. Where's Joselito? He's in the back truck with those guys. They left, you know, a while ago, whatever. All of that action. So uh, the coffee then became a part of the ritual because I miss one of my tias, Florinda, which I mentioned earlier, Mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then one day she said, hey, go to the thrift store. She immediately told me, go to the thrift store and you need a white apron. Well, un delantar. Tia, <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, now remember, she's passed, right? right. So, And I'm going, okay. So I get, sure and enough. you can't argue with your tia. So, no, Florinda, no. <laughs> so I go to the St. Vincent's de Paul. I uh-huh. open the front doors and there's a white apron right in front and I have it still to this <laughs> wow. day. But when I started making that coffee, it be I could hear them. Joselito's making coffee. Come on, let's go. Joselito, ahí viene el café. And now you can I can hear them having conversations with each other or with me. It's just what I loved as a child. How many cups of coffee do you make and how I'm, often? Well, they're not huge cups of coffee either. I mean, they're dainty and pretty. Little demi-tasse. Si, mm. si, si. Um, I'm up to 53, I Holy believe. Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> and so I was making them every day, but then I was missing the messages in the coffee cups. Mm. So now it's every other day. And what, okay. what kinds of messages do you receive? Oh, my on gosh. The, the first time, you guys, ay, híjole, me pongo bien excited. Because the first time that I did this beautiful ceremony and I connected and I felt everybody there, Sarita, Maricela, you know, um, Daniel, everybody, you know, Arturo, all of them, Pancha, they all left me a sacred heart in the middle of the cup. A sacred heart. And I was just like, wow, are you kidding me? And sometimes the day after the smell 
you can smell the perfumes. I was going to say, you don't just smell coffee. Huh? You don't smell coffee. And a lot of people say, why black coffee, Joselito? Because my aunt liked it with sugar and cream, <laughs> and she didn't like black coffee. No, honeys, that is correct. But the thing that we have to remember is that everyone loves that smell of coffee in the morning when it's getting brewed, mm. right, before you put mm-hmm. your sugar yeah. Before you put your crema, <laughs> right? So the coffee cups are really dear to me. And so you recommend that we connect with our ancestors through some sort of ritual. Right? Yes, honey. Give them what they love to eat. Mm. You know, don't my thing is I love to if if Maricela like chupaletas, you know, suckers or the 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 Reese's pieces, put them there. And you would put them on an ofrenda, oh, an altar? Absolutely on so, the altar. Yeah, what is the importance of the altar and what are some the simple steps to set one up. I to start with the the best way to start one is start simple. Start with a picture of one that you miss. It doesn't have to if your if your parents are deceased, beautiful, beautiful. But start with someone you miss, and it really doesn't have sometimes doesn't have to be a family member. It could be a dearest friend, mm-hmm. and start with a little picture and talk to them and light a candle because they want to connect with you too. Right? You know, they do. They all do. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, can I ask you? Because you're also a dancer. Uh, got to dance. I'm just sitting here, I can five tell. and six and seven and eight. <laughs> Amazing. So, how do you infuse dance into your healing energy work? Mira, I'm so glad that you asked me that question because let me tell you something. I had no idea because you know I'm from the fame era. I'm gonna live for <laughs> five and six and W go and turn it and work it. You know that was my whole thing, my whole jam, and. I didn't realize until now that I was studying the people. I was studying Curismo by looking, choreographing, creating the way people move inside of their bodies. Mm. Now I can see that client walk in and how they move. And I feel so blessed to know, oh, I know that movement. And it reveals so much about what's going on in their so life. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's amazing. And so the dancing part now is just, and if I feel that the client needs movement, okay, babies, here we go. Get ready. <laughs> and 100% of the time, even a person in a wheelchair that'll come in, yeah. they will do the movement with me. Aww. It's a beautiful thing. That's amazing. So where do you hope to grow from here, Joselito? Yo quiero trabajar internacional. Okay, I want to be international, but I don't want to be international with, I can do, I can do, I can do. I want to share. I want to connect more. I want to be international with Mexico. There's a lot of other things that I want to learn about my roots. Yeah. Okay, not, we're not just border people from Texas, but there's, we, we come from somewhere. But I want to be able to create a platform in, in, in physical form. And also, I mean, the Zoom thing, I get it, you know. Yeah. And it is more powerful than I thought it was, believe it or not. I'm, I, I We've just all found that. that out during we, COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pero trabajar, you know, international, go to other countries and just learn ways and just be connected because we are love, yeah. mamas. Que we got to share that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how can my listeners learn more about you and book a session? JoselitoCastillo.com, okay? And it's going to, you, you're going to click on Queer Curismo. Okay, and remember, don't, that beautiful word, queer, is for everyone here. Okay, honeys, everyone here. Love it. Okay. Thank you again. You're so welcome, amorcito. <laughs> Muchas gracias. And thank you to Eric, my lovely producer, you the listener, KKNW, KBKW, and Cape Town Zone Radio. Really love the show. Don't be shy. Drop me a line at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Stay kind out there, stay true to you, and don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com.